Hey everybody, welcome to the Have You Ever Played podcast, the only podcast that endorses Burger King Zesty Sauce. It's me, Matt, aka Matt Fondude, and I'm with a very special guest today. Uh, me. <laughs> Who's me? Uh, oh, yeah, uh, just kind of hanging around. Your name? No, I mean, you're, you're still, <laughs> who are you? I <laughs> I ask myself that on a daily basis. Okay, I'm with point. Ryan, aka Polka Bird, who's getting really, uh, really cerebral with the first question of the podcast. Really, just starting us off for failure. Um, we are the number one podcast in this space. That's called the Have You Ever Played Podcast. It's actually pretty. It's pretty cool. Um, but that really just like derailed my entire mind process the fact that you wouldn't answer I, the I, first question of the I, podcast I, I will i will not comply you can set your rules and i will not follow them all right well we used to have a format but now now this is basically the new format it's just well, well, well ryan we, you haven't been on the podcast in a while what have you been up to what is your we usually ask what your week is like but what is what have you been up to you're asking what my like what my time skip results have been like after the time skip arc. It's yeah, like you're six post months time later. Skip. Yeah, uh, it's probably longer than that. Probably. Um, I I've been I've been living the like I'm I'm on the middle age speed run, uh, because like you know I, now that I have like land to take care of because I, you know I got dig out like poison ivy and like mow the lawn and just do like general like middle-aged things uh that's all i've been doing i i've been i've had multiple bouts of of awful awful poison ivy it's all i can think about it's 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 it gotten it got in my brain uh it's yeah so i know before the podcast you told me not to ask about poison ivy and how you tend it but since you brought it up how do you? What is the most effective way to get rid of poison ivy you found? There is none, and that's funny that you mentioned this because I thought for a while I had poison oak rash, not poison ivy rash, on my one arm because it was like wrist to forearm on my on my right side. And uh, I was looking it up on my my work mandates that I use Bing and Microsoft mm-hmm. Edge specifically. So I was on Bing search at work, and I was looking up. Uh, poison ivy versus poison oak literally verbatim that exact that that search phrase and what bing did was it said here's the number for the national suicide prevention hotline <laughs> and i was like okay oh my right. goodness i was like all right it's not that bad but all right and i the immediate result underneath of it and the reason it said that was there is no cure to poison ivy there is no way to get rid of it it just hey goes away on its own, and I think Bing determined that as well. If you get poison ivy, you're done. I, there's there's no other answer. Like I, <laughs> well, I, I gotta, wonder. You can you can put aloe vera on it, right? To like it doesn't help. The, it doesn't, doesn't help. help. It helps like with the itching and stuff sometimes, mm-hmm. but it doesn't help the actual rash. So is that a myth perpetrated by Big Aloe? No, because it helps with sunburn. Okay. And it, it does have it has like cooling properties and like makes it feel a little bit better, but it doesn't actually heal. Have you ever been sprayed by a skunk? No. Uh but I there was one on my on my road growing up that like would consistently like just decide to 
try to get hit by cars and then like spray. It was one specific skunk that we tried. It was there was a there was there was a span of time for like two or three years growing up when it was like smells like skunk outside, and it's like yep, it's just like a skunk that just lives on my road and like sits in the middle of the road. Like I've seen it in the road, and then it runs away, and then gets a it gets scared and sprays, and you smell it for like a mile radius. That's something was going on with that skunk. That's some weird behavior. That's some the, the the fact that the skunk intentionally is sitting in the road to then get scared. It's like a thrill chasing a thrill, <laughs> yeah. and it's, then spraying everywhere. It's so so strange. It was awful. Uh, I luckily I never got sprayed. I don't think any of our dogs ever got sprayed growing up. I don't think the horses ever got sprayed either. Mm-hmm. I think they were the most likely targets if if that were to if that that were to happen. But yeah. Um. I only asked because I was, you got me thinking about just like things from my childhood, like ailments and like hazards from childhood that I have not thought about, like poison things, ivy. Things that you knew how to cure as a child if you had, that had ever happened to you, such as, what is it, like tomato or tomato juice, right? Mm-hmm, tomato juice. I've um, heard that does work. Yeah. Uh, stop, drop, and roll for fire. Well, yeah, that's. Um, yeah. I mean, that's just yeah, you know. But quicksand. That's a. That's yeah, quicksand. Quicksand, uh, yeah. I actually did have an, a, an experience with quicksand. Okay. I don't know if it was formal quicksand, like quicksand in the way that like. I don't, I don't know what what is great value what, quicksand. So you had this was like this was Walmart quicksand. quicksand. Uh, okay, yeah. There was this. It it was a particularly dry summer, and there is a reservoir out by us, and there's this old trail that leads out and it's just, it when it's full it's beautiful it's this big beautiful reservoir with like cedar trees and there's no like shrubs it's all just like trees and like undergrowth so it's like really easy to walk across the entire bank and it's like it's literally like a like a like a like a fantasy movie and like a deer comes and sips out of the lake and it's like it's like wow everything's beautiful but um i we i used to hike out there every so often in high school and uh there was a particularly dry summer in which the reservoir was fully drained on one side because there was no, like the, the water just dried up. Uh, <clears throat> so my friend and I were walking and I being the opportunist that I am decided let's go out into the middle of the dried up reservoir. How often do you get the chance to literally walk across the bottom of a lake and look for things that people have dropped or thrown in? Like there could be some good stuff in there. I don't know. Yeah, there I went- could be some good bodies and, I I went I went dumpster diving in this in this in this uh, dried reservoir and I took a couple steps and then I started feeling the ground wasn't so solid beneath me and I I like took one step and it was as if there were like the sand all just suddenly disappeared from under my foot and my leg went clean through and it went all the way up to like almost up to my waist is where I like fell through and my other leg got like sucked down into like another hole. And I was actively, like, the more I moved, the more I was kind of, like, sinking. Uh, I was wearing a backpack. My friend literally had to, like, pull me up from that. Uh, I almost lost my shoes. <laughs> that would have really sucked. Just like, yeah, they're, like, three feet at the bottom of this lake now. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know if I would have sunk any further. Anytime I tried to move, I was, like, I tried to get myself out, and I got a little further. I was up to, like, my stomach when I, like, was finally started to get pulled out but i don't know how deep the sand layer went if it if it had gone all the way down i could have just completely been at the bottom 
That would have been pretty embarrassing to die via like Wiley Coyote-esque quicksand. Yeah. So quicksand, right? Um, what about did, did like a an anvil ever fall on your head or like a piano? Oh. For care, why do you have a story about this? <laughs> uh, when I was all right, childhood danger stories. Oh my god! Uh, when I was maybe four or five, my parents were friend friends with this like this butcher. Uh, this family was it was it, the the husband and wife were butchers, and they had they had some kids, and I guess they had knew my family from a long time ago or something. And uh, my parents took me to their house, and it was it was like an hour drive it was it was out like even more in the middle of nowhere than i am and uh we we were out there and just like they had this precariously designed like wood stove set up i guess uh it was a concrete building and there was it was weirdly like off kilter to the point that like i guess it was built on a hill and there was one section they wanted to build an expansion so they built it down the hill and they had a concrete ramp on the inside of their house on like the foundation that went from like it was like a 45 degree angle that like smoothed out from where they like hung the meat down to where this wood stove was they had like ventilation fans and it was like to keep it warm in the winter i guess and i was i was like riding around on this uh on this little like I guess like some kind of like a Tonka truck or something because I'm like you're like four or five years old you can fit in the in the bed of one of those dump trucks and like you know scoot around and I was like oh we just go down this ramp (laughs) directly into the wood stove Uh, oh my god there was a it wasn't necessarily an anvil but it was like a big old cast iron wood stove and I like I went I went right down into that it was a short ramp but I like hit my head right in That's the front. pretty ridiculous, right? Yep. Come on. It, it is, it, it's, it's an anvil-adjacent story. You, um, you were just like Hansel and Gretel-ing it. Just like, I'm going to slide into a wood stove. <laughs> oh my god! And get turned into a pie. I can't, I, why do you have... Okay. I, I fell into like a cauldron. <laughs> yeah, you have like so many parallels to folk. Like pretty much everything <laughs> German people of olden times tried to warn children about, you've fallen prey to. Um, you you fallen prey. Did you ever find like a glass slipper and have to like saw your toes off to try to make it fit to no, marry into royalty? But I uh, I did one time go outside in the woods outside oh my, my house God. at night because I was just walking around. I I don't know. I was like eight or nine, and I just liked being outside and just looking around. I was like, oh, I want to see what the the backwoods trails are like at night because yeah, they're literally child. Yes, literally right outside my house. So I'm just okay. like, I know these trails really well. And I'm walking around with a flashlight and stuff and just like there's like a couple of foxes in like the distance and I see them and the one kind of gets up and like looks at me and I'm just like, am I about to be carried away by a pack of foxes? Like, the, like again, a Hansel and Gretel type situation, like a, a German I, folklore story. I can I can relate somewhat to that story, at least because I uh, one time this was later in life, probably like. I was old enough to know better, but I was biking around a, like, old rail trail, like, where a, a rail yard used to be. It's basically a forest now. Yeah. Um, I was biking, and it was right at the entrance of this forest. So I biked in. It's pretty clear, Um, and I saw this, like, dog, and I'm like, oh, my God, someone's dog's out here. Like, there's, like, a, uh, hopefully this dog's okay. There's, like, a stray dog. So I'm on my bike and it just I like see this dog and it just looks at me 
and stops and I'm just looking at it and I just kind of back up and like bike away. And then later, like that day or probably even like a week later, I realized like, oh wait, that was probably a coyote. <laughs> Cause there's not just random dogs in the wood. Like, like, oh no, that was a, that was a definitely a coyote. Cause we're in a coyote prone area too. Yeah. But I, I, a good thing coyotes are like more, I guess, scared of people for the most part. Yeah. They're kind of small. Like they can't really and, and do it was much only one of them. Yeah. But still it was like eyeing me down. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, that's that was not a good position to be in. Hmm. Um if some if that dog I mean if he had like rabies or something, he would have been, you know, just like mauling me. Yeah. But uh oh, yeah, yeah, you, you know. That's why we stay inside now and don't do anything. <laughs> don't go outside. There's there's no danger inside. Oh yeah. Aside from radon. Radon oh yeah, the hidden danger. The hidden danger. <laughs> yeah. What, what's your highest radon level like well, let's compare radon levels uh well i didn't i don't know because the test that i submitted for the basement that i'm in currently is uh it came back inconclusive because it was too old so oh. uh they they said i should take another test though because they they there was something in there so yeah, just don't eat like a tuna fish sandwich in your basement because you'll get the mercury and the radon. Like you're gonna be not in a good spot. Uh, do you have any old timey thermometers around too that are just full of like mercury? And- uh, I have a 1930s doorbell that's like has lead bits in it, but no, I don't have any other. Oh no, no, no my my attic has asbestos in it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's yep. that's. That that's that's the good and one to lead avoid. paint yeah. in my house. I forgot about that too. There's oh, lead you're, paint. Oh, you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, I got radon, lead, and asbestos, and microplastics. Yeah. That's that's all of us now. But... Well, that's in everything. Yeah, like yeah. I love seafood. You know, it sucks. Like I I like eating like seafood and like lobster and stuff. Not like all the time because lobster is way too overpriced. But you can get good deals sometimes. Um, but at the same time, lobsters just eat trash all day. Yeah, and um, like. I've, I think I've, I've had an experience where I've, like, opened up a lobster and there's just been, like, garbage in it, basically. I don't mm. know how, how lobster anatomy works. That probably isn't even true. But um, just, like, it feels weird to eat things that eat plastic. But everything in the ocean eats plastic, so it's, it's just odd. I mean, um, lobsters don't necessarily, like, eat plastic by choice. It's like No, they just d- eat trash, right? Like, well, just they, they, eat, they eat dead things. Yeah. They're, like... That are full of plastic. Yeah, if they eat like something that died in it that like was in plastic, like that's how they I don't, get it. I don't, it's I'm not like they're, they're eating they're plastic. Like, oh, like, yum! Mm. They're like, oh boy, my favorite. Yum! <laughs> Soup's on. Yeah, no, I'm God. not saying they go out of their way. They're like, oh, finally, some. They're food. eating the shipments of like Lego bricks that have fallen off of the the tankers. Like, you ever hear about that? Where it's like an entire shipping container of Legos just fell into the ocean or like the Garfield phones. Garfield phones. Yeah, that, yeah. that happened. And they're still washing up like on a beach. That's crazy. Yeah. A whole shipment of Garfield phones. It just shows you how much like waste goes into like random garbage like that. That reminds um, me of the stuff that we found beachcombing. Remember that time we found a transmission? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just a whole transmission from a car. Like... You know what's crazy? There was also a giant tire that washed up on a beach, but it was like a. Would you? You were probably more experienced with tires. Uh, it was like, a, well, like a tractor, but bigger. Like I couldn't even imagine. It was a, one of those. Did like, we find this or wait? Yeah, it was on the beach. It was a huge uh... tire that was the size of like it had to be like 
it was bigger than me standing up for sure. So it was maybe like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I do remember like, that. Yeah, that was like a construction it, like, tire or something. Yeah, like ten people yeah. could stand in the middle of it. Yeah, that thing was what, huge. What, that, what does that belong to? Like uh, probably huge. construction equipment would be my guess. Yeah, or, and then because I doubt there's a lot of tractors around that area. Well, it was you ever bigger see what than a tractor tire? Yeah, you ever see? Well, first of all, someone could have just thrown it in the river or in the ocean. Yeah, illegal but, dumping. Yeah, you're uh, right. Did you ever see what they do when they like when they're finished with like quarries and stuff? And they do this around me. They have these big pits, and it's like they leave all the construction equipment down there because it's like, what are they going to do with it? And they've made enough money off of the minerals that they've mined that they just flood it with all like the stuff still in there. Like, there's like lakes and stuff around me where it's like y- you can like there's cliff diving areas that people go to but it's like hey don't dive in this one because there's a giant crane and it's still extended down there and it's like yeah this is an 80 foot deep like hole but the crane is visible from like 10 feet you could just hit your face on it and die yeah i'm i hate i really don't like the ocean um that has been a classic matt fun dude staple especially when i've been playing um i i was playing the game subnautica which i probably should revisit Mm-hmm. Um and just even freaking out in that game, I don't like the dark. I, I think it's really bad when it's dark and stuff. So the people who do like the cliff diving slash the like undersea cavern exploration are psychopaths, mm-hmm. and um they get stuck in them a lot of times and just you know they're screwed. That's, sure do it's not cool, not fun. Um, I mean, I my like the ocean's fine to me because it's like I know that anywhere that you're gonna be swimming is like even like hundreds of feet right like you're nothing's gonna get you where you're swimming you know well if you're in the middle of the ocean in the middle of the ocean you're i mean even then like nothing's like up towards the surface everything's on the bottom nothing cares about you up there it's not necessarily anywhere that a human would be without gear is basically safe as far as as far if you're like swimming recreationally oh yeah like i don't think i'm gonna get like attacked by a shark on like a shoreline like that's yeah. pretty rare that that would happen especially now that the waters are like getting colder and hotter and whatever yep. i feel like it's probably even or it might be more calm i don't know yeah um we need to bring a marine biologist onto the show uh to ask them <laughs> that was but, that was almost me in in yeah. college oh yeah marine biology i took biology, I, t- I took I a guess. couple biology courses and then i said i don't like this yeah but uh I, yeah yeah uh my my main thing with these like like the the ocean stuff is like the ocean is a treat to me because i'm always just like oh look it's just wide open and there's like i know there's not snapping turtles immediately below the surface (laughs) like i've i've been swimming in in a bunch of ponds and like you know like lakes and and like places like that and like like stream like there's a stream near me and it's 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 just it's all these old quarry rocks and they like it flows around them and it's literally just a thing where you like in the summer you just go and like sit in the quarry rocks and it's like three feet deep you just sit in the river yeah I, even this, that, is, still... this is this is like at middle of nowhere type stuff but like... yeah bodies of water all freak me out i guess just i don't like being able to not see what's below me half of the time it's like if i'm on these beaches i don't want to step on like a hypodermic needle because you know some of the beaches are not great yeah um it's new jersey yeah half of the other time is like i just don't like not being able to see underneath me and it's uh, it just freaks me out and also i i've probably been like almost drowned several times by the ocean just getting hit in the face with like a wave especially when i was younger and then just like getting knocked around 
So me I'm, too, I'm actually. I almost got dragged out when I was like three or four. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm good on the, the ocean. I don't mm. really like the beach either. Um, maybe if I got like way more swole. I, I, think, I, I think the people who enjoy the beach the most, you really go to the beach, unless you're swimming, because swimming is fun for everyone. But, or if you're playing like, you know, frisbee or like, you know, playing volleyball, like playing something, if you're just sitting on the beach, like you're, you're out there, you're patrolling, you know, you're trying to get, you're trying to get something happening. You know what I mean? And, no. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? You're sitting there. Well, you're trying to get something to, happening. People go to the beach. Yeah. You're just trying to form a crew to go rob. Yeah. Band. Like no, what, um, what, are, what are, what are you referring I'm, to? I'm referring to people go to the beach, try to like hook up with people or like get like what a weird with, place to do that. <laughs> beach. No, it, it's, it's not weird if you're like, all right, if you're, if you're a very like, I would say like, you could go to the beach if you start working out, you know? It's it's a good place to... It's also not even just for, like, hooking up with people. It's a good place to show off your physique if you're if you're a fitness person, you know what I mean? I could, I, could, I guess, see that because it's just one of those things where it's like, you're just like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, I have my shirt off, but everyone has their shirt off. But look yeah, at me, I worked so hard at having my shirt off, like that kind of thing. And some people do work... I'm not even saying that's a bad thing. It's no, 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 like no, no. It's like, it's an acceptable time to say look i have my shirt off and look at how yeah. hard i've worked on this i would like the beach more like i don't i just don't like you know the whole a lot of aspects of the beach like how it's hot and whatever and sand and it's coarse and rough and gets everywhere no um yeah there's a lot of things i don't like about the beach in general i actually i like the beach at night i kind of like the night or overcast beach where it's like not that hot but it's kind of a vibe like the ocean still you know i, I like that um I like that energy more than like sweltering heat. Yeah, like, and all the all the crabs running across and stuff, like the ghost yeah, crabs. I don't fun. know if you have those wherever, but I don't think so. But that that sounds nice. <laughs> I don't know, hanging with the crabs at night. There's they seriously they come up and it's like, it's not it's not like cute or endearing most of the time though. It's like you're walking around and you're just like. Yeah, I'm sitting here and the sun's setting and it's about to get dark and I, I wanna, I'll wait and I'll see the crabs. And you expect to see like one or two of them pop out and like scuttle across. It's like, no, like 500 of them just go like, and just like fucking like, no, like, I hate that. like no. start swarming across everywhere. Never mind. That's not a selling point to me. That it's, is uh, really, you know, in like Ocarina that. of Time when the fucking bone guys come out of the, out of the ground and it's the sound <laughs> they make and it's just, yeah, it's literally that it like, oh Oh, bringing it back to the video games on our video game podcast, Ocarina of Time. That was going to be you my next what? question. Is this still a video Big game segue. podcast? Yeah. It, well, the, po- the the definition literally says sometimes a video game podcast is the okay. new catchphrase. So, but we could talk about uh, the greatest game of all time, according to everyone who's ever written a list about games, Ocarina of Time, a game that is so heralded as being the best game ever. That it kind of makes everyone think the game's overrated because it's way too rated. Like, it I, is a really good game and it's really important, but it's I completely agree. And I don't think we extra. need to. I don't think we need to contribute to the millions of people saying this on the internet. However, I do have a very obtrusive segue that's going to completely destroy that topic. But it, this this oh serves God. as a as a launch pad to that. Okay, uh, you know what game I have heard unanimously my entire life and maybe this isn't even the 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 common sentiment maybe i've just heard this by sheer coincidence over and over and over i don't know if i've ever told you this but this story but it's it's one of those things where it's like everyone growing up on the internet every time i've ever seen oh the best game ever 
Chrono Trigger. I've Chrono never Trigger. met a human being that's played Chrono Trigger. I have played Chrono Trigger. I did not beat it. I've but... never I've never met a human being that has played it and says that, rather. I've just um, seen it on the internet everywhere for years growing up. I think you're right. I don't think no one I've ever I I, I would have been that friend by the way cuz I did try playing it, but it was um back I would probably appreciate it today and it might be something I get to at one point. And I know that it's it's unique in how and I I always get that game confused with Secret of Mana too, which is mm-hmm. like similar in a weird way, which um kind of leads to my next point of yep. it it has ocarina of time syndrome where people are like this is the greatest thing ever because it was the first thing ever i also agree Cr- with chrono trigger is like oh it was like a snes jrpg that was like passably good i imagine i i played it i don't i don't like rpgs so i can't really judge it but it's like you know it's one of those things where it's like people are like oh look here's the first thing of its kind because it's 1990 and we don't have anything like this this is the greatest game ever well i think people like it a lot because the art style is very nice it the combat is actually somewhat unique from a jrpg i believe it has like like slightly different combat mechanics and the story is pretty cool and it is like a like a time travel adventure weird like there's a lot of weird stuff um i i would also say if we're talking about super nintendo rpgs that are influential um i played earthbound i'm not done with it i'm very close to beating it um that game gameplay wise honestly is not really fun (laughs) it's a it's a jrpg and i like jrpgs and i like simplicity sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just like it drags and um the story is cool and all and it that game existed so that game walked so every other quirky, like, contemporary set JRPG could exist. Like, we wouldn't have Undertale, or we wouldn't have, um, I'm trying to think, like, every single inspired game. And also, these, the sequel, Mother 3, which I think is a better game. Like, it's it had some more time. Um, that game is actually pretty fun and has an interesting combat system. But, um, yeah, no, Earthbound it's it's still good it's just like there's a lot of lull random things that happen and it's it's really weird hard to describe because it's like i've i'm used to playing what came later and what came later refined kind of what earthbound was trying to do so going back to the original it's like hard to do i yeah i it's i think earthbound is another one of those games and like i think isn't there like a th- like? Isn't there something weird about that series where it's like the third one isn't available anywhere or something? Yeah, Mother Three. It's okay. So what happened was there's three games. There's there was a game called Earthbound, which was on NES, which no, well that was never released in the U.S. until way later. It got localized. Um, it's basically no one really plays it. it it's, okay. It's, yeah, Earthbound is the first one that anyone really plays. Gotcha. And then um. There is a fan translation of Mother 3, which it like has existed for a long time, which is how you can play it in English, and it's completely perfect. Like it's fine. Like it's it's very good. My 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 gripe with the Earthbound franchise is or Mother Whatever franchise is that when I was in eighth grade, mm-hmm. somebody pitched Mother 3 to me and told me <laughs> about it. And I they described it as this like 
fantastical, amazing thing that was like, yeah, it's like an RPG, but it's like this crazy like boss rush thing where you, it's like this big like okay. almost like similar to what like a rogue like is today, where it's like, yeah, it's like this big boss rush thing where you like you you go through this like infinite like generated like area and everything is just like. It's it's just the combat's really really good and like I don't even remember sp- but I just remember like those were the key selling points that I was like that sounds like a lot of fun and I tried to get it and I messed around with the whole like fan translation or whatever I couldn't get it to work and I started playing it and I'm like this is not what this is this is I, just I think, yeah incorrect <laughs> like I I'm pretty sure that was a miscommunication because yeah that is not even close to what yeah that game is and it's just like I don't know I I don't really like RPGs and the fact that someone liked that franchise enough to just either lie or completely misconstrue me about what it was to get me to play it because it's such a good game or whatever. And it's like, I don't know. There's a couple things like that. That, 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 that was one of my foundational uh, backstory things about why I hate being sold on things. I don't, (laughs) it's like when you, uh, when, when we were, when we were uh, living together and you were telling me like, Hey, we should watch JoJo's, but don't look anything up about it. Just watch this. And we started watching it. I'm like, Wait, you just showed me the trailer, and I'm like, all right. Or the, the the opening from season one, and I'm like, this looks pretty cool. I'd watch this. And then like I found out what it was after I had been all the way through like part two, and I'm like, well, I'm in too deep now anyway. So yeah, now I'm parting, have, uh, starting part six, and I love it. I'm going to start. Oh, yeah. I'm also going to start part six soon, actually. Uh, I was planning on maybe doing that even this weekend, but... Yeah, JoJo. If we're gonna get into JoJo, um, I have fallen off as as a fan, as a huge fan. As have I. Honestly, I wasn't even a huge fan, Um, but I liked it. I like. I enjoyed it. I watched it. Um, Weirdly enough, you liked. Or by the way, minor spoilers for JoJo. Just on basically how the show is constructed. Um, So you liked part one. I liked part one as I watched it and I said I yeah. I like that this is like like I didn't realize it was like 1890s and like like a historical thing and then I started watching it and I was like oh part two oh it's 1940s all right cool I like this and I thought it was gonna I thought it was gonna be like in the 70s and then whatever and like it was and part three wasn't really about that it was just happened to take place in the 80s and it was yeah. a long grueling experience it's to me, very different I, I also agree with you I don't like part three but Part four onwards is so good. I, I like it was worth watching all of like I liked part one and two in the moment. Did not like part three while I watched it. In hindsight, part one exists. Part two is good. I like part I two. I like part two. No, part two is good. In hindsight, do not like part three. Didn't like it while I was watching it. Don't like it now. Uh, it's good to know what happens, but there's a reason that there's lists out there of here's like all the episodes you are possibly allowed to skip and not miss any story. Oh my God. The only thing I liked about part three, really uh, two things for the most part, Darby, the gambler and the, uh, and, and Darby, and the lesser. Brother, the, Darby. And, yep. <laughs> those are the old, those are the two <laughs> best episodes in that. The Darby, the gambler is great. Um, there's some good stuff in there. Yeah. The sun, There's some good stuff. The sun, yeah, I was thinking about that. Which the I was that, that was an episode that I told you, uh, we could just skip this because <laughs> we weren't skipping any skip- of them. Yeah, no, that is a very skippable episode, but it has the most English in it and is so funny. Just him, just old Joseph yelling, yeah. Um, yeah, I so here's my part takes. It's funny that you liked part one a lot in part two, and then you were disappointed that 
it wasn't in that set. I think you were disappointed it wasn't in that setting anymore, which is hilarious because everyone hates part one. Well, not they don't hate it. They like they're like ah oh, part one whatever. I think it, I it's... think part one in that setting or something in that setting done now the way part four, five, and six are done because those are incredible. I, I love part four, five, and six, but yeah. a, a, an eighteen nineties like uh you know a, a part that would be taking place in that time and written like the new ones would be so good i i, I would you, be all over that have you seen um have you seen castlevania the netflix series at all no but i am not huge about castlevania like as a franchise i just well, don't have any attachment I to would it say check it out it doesn't really matter at all that it's castlevania property like there's nothing about it that is like there's like the character, the main character's name is like the main character guy, and mm-hmm. it's like there's Dracula. So it really, I, I honestly, it is actually pretty good. You should check it out. Um, the okay, so I, I didn't know if it was one of those things you had to like know the lore. Or no, like you have don't. Played all those games, it do, it but... doesn't really follow it at all. So okay, uh, the only Castlevania game I ever played was the one that came out for the 360, the oh, Lords God. Lords of Shadow. <laughs> Oh my! Have you not played any of the Metroidvanias or anything? No, I don't like those oh. kinds of games. Honestly, I, yeah, they're classics, games. and yeah, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, like these are this is this is video gaming. This is what started it." And it's just like, yeah, but like, I don't live in that time. I can play whatever I want. I can play a game. I can uh. play. I can play Tekken for fucking like eighty hours. You're. It's so funny. It's just the people I have on the pod. It's like you're the Tekken. You're the fighting games like expertise guy. I have very like esporty uh, people to talk to. Like you're the Tekken guy. My other co-host is like the Dota MOBA, like battle royale guy. Like mm-hmm. in terms of like that. I, I'm and I'm very like. I just play a lot of single player like that kind of stuff. So yeah. it's good to get a different perspective every now and then. I don't know how we got onto. We got back on the video games. This is a JoJo podcast. This is, this is a JoJo podcast now. Um, we, my closing thought on 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 JoJo's anyway, because I spent a billion years on it. Because I know people don't like it, but some people don't <laughs> like it. But well, uh, it's it's just great because loved part four, loved part five, and even in like 2017 when like part six was out as a manga, and I was like, do I want to read part six? Like, do I want to like start reading it? Or I mean, part five wasn't even out. And I was like, do I want to start reading this? And I, I had to think about it. And I'm like, I, the more I saw about part six and Jolene and all that stuff, I'm just like, I don't think I'm going to like part six. I'm just not, I'm, I'm just going to wait on it. I don't care. I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to like it. And I told myself for years, I'm not going to like it. I don't care. And then last week I started watching it. I got one episode in and I'm like, it's first episode. It's always the first episode. You know, it's a Jojo's first episode, whatever. And it's funny that it opens in with her in the prison, and it kind of was that parallel to part three with Jotaro in the in Jotaro, the prison. Yeah. But uh, and I was just like, "All right, let me get another episode." And I'm watching the second episode. And I'm like, "God, I, I, I love this. This sunk its hooks into me. Like that's what happens every time." I'm like, "I'm not gonna like this part." I thought that with part five too. That's my favorite one. But you see, I, I think the thing about JoJo, my closing thoughts on JoJo. Mm-hmm. Is that it's an anime slash manga that is it's something that I, I may not be as like gung ho about, but whenever a new part comes out, I will eventually watch it and probably oh, yeah. enjoy it. Just because it's so di- it it gets tropey sometimes, but it can be so different and kind of interesting. 
and it's not a huge commitment each like see of the anime like each season usually it's like maybe like 24 episodes and then you're good like it's not a huge not part thing. three but everything else okay, is yeah, part, yeah. part three was part three is like a double season like they they literally part three is like two seasons two, it's yeah it is yeah. it's like yeah um, um have you seen any uh <laughs> i was gonna just get into like korean shows that have been taken over the world apparently um oh man uh yeah i have not seen a whole lot of them uh my now fiance uh is watching which we got engaged by the way i don't know if i told you that oh i did not know that as a podcast first congratulations (laughs) all right well yeah uh it's just kind of recent but anyway um yeah my fiance watches some of that stuff and you know he like uh, i i'm just i don't watch seriously i'm when it comes to me watching stuff i just watch like star trek and some anime now and like i don't know i finishing seinfeld oh there you <laughs> like, go uh but like I, I as far as like new stuff that comes out i just i'm not on it unfortunately except we do watch always sunny when it for some reason when when new seasons that's, come out that's a tradition that came up from us living together though where it was just like yeah you know, we've both seen this show like five times. Let's just watch the new season when it comes out. I um, have expectations for the new season. Do you? Like, I, you know why? Because they've been doing that podcast, uh, uh, the Always Sunny podcast, and they've been ta- they've been watching all the old episodes, and they've been talking about how some people don't like the newer. Like they they're aware that people don't like some of the new stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping by watching these old episodes, maybe they'll get. You know they'll they'll see what people liked about the show and maybe try to translate that into something new, but I don't know. I, I'm always gonna like. I honestly didn't think the latest season, like the Ireland season, was that bad. I thought it was actually no. Yeah, decent. I I all right. I watched it again recently. Mm-hmm. I did not like the episodes that were not in Ireland. I oh yeah, I forgot those existed. Yeah, the Ireland stuff was good, and I I seriously they were doing like a five episode arc of that, and I thought that was going to be the end. That would have been such a good ending because it's like Charlie wants to stay in Ireland and stay with stay with uh uh Colmini uh whatever his Daddy name Kelly that. whatever yeah. yeah. And he Patty wants to stay Kelly, there. I think, or something? I don't know. Shelly Kelly. Shelly Kelly. Shelly yeah. Kelly. Shelly Kelly. How could we forget such a hilarious <laughs> comedy name? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Charlie wants to stay in Ireland with, with Shelly, and, and Mac wants to be a, a preacher or whatever, and, and Dennis wants to live in a castle and gets COVID, and it's like it's like <laughs> all these like things that could just be their ed- ending resolution. Like, if Dennis had just died, like, like it, that, they could have just ended it there, and I'm sure they can't because of, like, syndication, but, like, that would have been such a good ending just to be like, I mean, these people do not deserve a, a good ending like these characters, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know. I was like, I, I'd be happy if there was no more after this. I, uh, so Rob McElhenney on the podcast, uh, talks about how they will never stop making the, or at least he'll never stop making the show as long as it's greenlit to be made. Oh my God. So, yeah. And some of the cast members were like, eh, like we want to move on or whatever but <laughs> we want to do ap yeah. bio ap bio <laughs> they, they rag on him yeah in the podcast we're talking we're, welcome to the podcast where we talk about other more successful better podcasts um but yeah it's hard to be not successful as a podcast when you're 
doing like a, and you base it off seen... of a very successful show like that's yeah on fx <laughs> yeah that's been a rise well that's been a rise of podcasts and i listen to a lot of them actually uh, i do think it's pretty interesting the uh cast members talk about a show podcast the, the office has one like a bunch of them have uh these i do actually do i do think it's interesting to hear behind the scenes like on what happened on each episode but yeah, that is a uh, very easy podcast type to monetize. It's like here's the actor from this. Uh, here's the actor from this thing. And Pokerbird, you know, this is some insider baseball. Here's my insider podcast. Ryan tried to stealthily message me to ask about the the time on the podcast. My my Everybody, timer broke at the top. That's oh, why we're at forty minutes right now. We, go okay. to, we usually go to an hour if that's okay. I, I just wasn't um, sure where we were. No, I oh, I figured. Good, good. I just wasn't sure where we were at. Yeah, it says invalid date, invalid date, invalid date on mine. <laughs> that's that's great. Yeah, there's some weird things that happen with this software, but um, yeah, no, uh, the they're gonna keep making it. I th- I think the new season might actually be okay ish, but whatever. Um, yeah, I guess you know what? Let's. I would actually say we get into questions. If you have any questions, email us at hyeppodcast at gmail dot com. There's the H-Y-E-P podcast at gmail.com. But uh, I don't have any questions this week. And also, I tried to generate questions with the uh, Bing chat AI thing, but that wasn't working today for some ask, reason. Ask it what the cure to poison ivy is. And if it doesn't say some very uh, serious a- accusations about like, yep, no cure, just die. All right, I'm going to look it up. All right, this is going to be the new segment, I guess, for right now. We're going to ask chat GPT slash Bing chat uh the cure for what is the cure what is the cure for poison ivy so uh, have you used any of the chat gpt stuff or any of those yes and i've been thoroughly unimpressed every single time have you used the bing one the bing chat yeah we were using it together oh yeah i i actually i have found it to be useful for certain things all right here's here's the bing here's poison ivy doesn't have a cure but even left untreated, it will eventually clear out within two to three weeks. But here's some remedies that may help you. Uh, use some cortisone cream. Yeah, it doesn't, or ointment it doesn't really tan. help. What about calamine lotion or creams containing nope. menthol? The only thing that I have used that has helped is like numbing gels. Hmm. Yeah, have you poison ivy sucks. To, uh, have you tried to take out all of your teeth? Yeah. And then apply the numbing gel. I uh I went to the no, but I I get what you're saying, and <laughs> there's a lot of people that won't get that joke, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, but I uh, <laughs> speaking of teeth, I went to oh the dentist God. recently. Yeah. And uh, I had I I. <laughs> This is just the most random thing ever. Uh, but you know they like try to talk to you like, oh, what do you do for work? That kind of thing. Uh, the hygienist like I was like, yeah, like I'm talking about like, oh, I'm I do this, this, and this, and I have like a good job, and I like my job, and they pay me enough that I can live comfortably, and I like just couldn't be happier about my situation. And she's like, you dropped out of college? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, well, you're gonna go back, right? I'm like, no. <laughs> why why would i do that like i i i have very little college debt i have a great job that i love i can afford to live like why would i go back to college they don't need me to at my work she's like well your education should come first you know that right i'm like "Uh uh-huh yeah all right get your hands out of my mouth (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
Um, I don't know, it was just it was just funny where she like she straight up like she was using the water scaler and she straight up just she was it was you know it was like and she just stopped and she looked at me and was like you're going back to college right is this her side hustle that she like worked for the department of like education i i guess i don't know she's like she's on the like whatever it is the the fafsa board and they want they want everybody to <laughs> take on more college <laughs> debt it's part of oklahoma loans or whatever <laughs> <laughs> oh um, my god i could see what she means kind of in a in a way but here's the, how, but like how do you tell someone who is has nothing but good things to say about their situation and has no desire to go back to college how do you say like well you're going back to college you know that right you gotta do it there's no way you're not gonna do it like if it's if it was free though would you do it just get just probably not no nah I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I I hated the schoolwork and and doing essays in college and stuff. I mean, I, that's fair. I put my mental energy into so many more constructive things these days that are actually like I enjoy doing. That I like. I I stimulate my own brain significantly more than it was in college. You know what I'm making right now? I'm taking I'm, I'm taking a silicone ca- mold upstairs of my hands in different poses and positions. <laughs> uh huh. I'm doing one in a handshake position. One in yep. a, I'm doing I'm doing the the Gotham hand. You know the finger the circle. Gotham hand, yes. The okay. Uh, I'm doing I'm doing a thumbs up. I'm doing a uh, a couple of other different poses and stuff. And then I'm making a plaster cast of those. Yeah. Using that to make a sand mold, melting down aluminum cans, making aluminum hands of like casts of my hand. I want. I had a doorknob that I wanted to replace. And I want to, I want to make a handshake and drill out the inside and put it on the doorknob, and you got to shake the hand. See, I think it. that's cool. I like that as a great concept. I wouldn't tell people that's uh, what you're doing over college. <laughs> See, I don't need college to make metal hands. I got. Oh my god, I I want so badly to make these like hand thumbs ups and just like have it around with me and be like. Hey, good good <laughs> like nice you could also sell some hand after dark some spicy hand like the middle finger uh, i'll do the i'll do the cool, i'll do that. the like the the hand the finger and the circle and they, the they, inter- and the they interchange yeah. with each other like <laughs> some uh, yeah fingers after ha- dark. finally hands for men ha- hands for men have we talked about this on the podcast the the concept of the blank for men products and how funny it is i feel like we have to have because of the amount the sheer amount that we mention it outside of that yeah it's kind of like the queen story how we talked about that in depth yeah Um, the you know the queen story the miraculous queen story about i i I can't even i can't even go on with this because i i don't even remember what i was gonna say and i think it's just straight up lost time the bit is the bit ending here the queen story bit the the fact that we'll never actually hear the queen story the thing that no one's following by the way like it's only for us like to yeah think it's it, funny. that's that's why it's ending also because it's funny to me to to close it out for myself because i'm i'm left on a cliffhanger too i'm with i'm with i'm with this the every in this hypothetical audience that's following it because i don't know what my story was either let me, let me explain this real quick uh so on one of the podcasts that Ryan was on, we mentioned a queen story at the beginning that Ryan had, and then he got cut off or something. So we never actually explained what the queen story was. And we were going to make it a running bit to always bring it up every time he was on, but never say it. But we both forgot what the story even was. And also no one was following that. So if, if it was, if it was more deranged. established 
And if it was, if it had been, if anyone knew what we were talking about, I would have probably indulged that. Yeah. Well, we'll keep an eye out for some indulgence uh, later. But I, I think I'm going to ask you, I got the, the bot to generate some questions. Let me ask you some video game questions on this video game podcast. Okay. Uh, is there a game that is considered really bad that you secretly really like? I think that's a pretty decent question. Like maybe from your childhood, you played some game question. that was like trash game that I, you really liked. See, I have one that I is like probably my favorite PS one game like mm-hmm. ever made. But the thing is, is that I can't be an impartial judge to it, and I've never gotten anyone to play it to tell me if it is actually a really good hidden gem or if it's just something I just liked. I've played through it multiple times as an adult, and I feel like it's it holds up because it's really good, and I really like it. But it's uh, it's that that submarine game, that Treasures of the Deep. Treasures of the Deep. I love that game, dude. That game is so fun. It's I think I think it's a really good game. It's an action first person like submarine, like survival shooter basically. And you're like you get all these different subs and weapons and stuff, and like it uses the shoulder buttons in a really interesting way. Like you press the, because this is back when the PS one had just four shoulder buttons instead of like two triggers. And it probably wouldn't work on modern controllers. Uh, You press the top two to go forward, the back two, the bottom two to go back, like the left two and the right two to strafe both sides. And like, uh, or no, it was the top two to go up, bottom two to go down. And then like the right one to go forward, left to go like just a really interesting way of doing it. Um, I don't know. I thought that game was really good. Uh, and what's funny, I, I can segue here, but I found out that the guy who composed that is apparently like famously terrible. Like the guy pretends <laughs> to have like seven Guinness World Records and he claims to be the first American to ever work on Sonic. And like, oh, I know. Well, yeah, I, I, I watched a whole that video guy about this. Who yes. is this guy? Tommy Tallarico is his name. Tommy Tallarico, yeah. He composed the soundtrack for this game, and I love the soundtrack for this game. <laughs> but did he compose it, or did someone else compose it and he took no, credit he, for he it? No, he did, because this is a really early thing he did. Yeah. This is before he was, like, talking about that kind of stuff. I forgot. We wa- we must have watched the same, like, really Differently. long Differently. We, I don't think we ever talked this. about it, but we watched the no. same video. I know we did. Yeah. I, if you're... If about- you're <laughs> I know if you know what I'm talking about, then yep. you must have seen this video. And all of like half of his records. Well, first of all, you pay for Guinness World Records. Yes, ru- and let's ruin that's Guinness that's World a Records really funny thing too. Yeah, you pay for Guinness World Records. His Guinness World Records aren't even accurate, and some of them are duplicates. Yes, it's really funny too because like everyone's like, "Oh yeah, it's a Guinness World Record." It's like Guinness is a beer company. Yes, it's that Guinness. And that's is who's it? keeping. I didn't yeah. know that. Yes. Yeah. It is literally a novelty oh. by the Guinness Brewing Brewing Company. I never knew that. Yeah. I, it's. It's just really okay. funny. They keep the, it separate, probably for a reason, because they want to seem like it has credibility. But yeah, the Guinness Book of World Record book was always like the most like sought after book at the book fair. At your it was school. school I don't know the school library school was fair? for me. No one could or afford library. it at the, at the yeah. book fair. I couldn't. I couldn't also afford it at the book fair. But yeah, uh, no. the Where's Waldo books at the library also slapped. Mm. When you got a new Waldo book in, it was crazy. Like the red cover Waldo we, book. We never got the, the new ones cover. in. We only ever had the purple one, like the Halloween one. Purple. I never had purple one. Yeah. I only had red, blue, and maybe yellow. 
Yeah, we only had the Halloween one and the spine. I, I checked it out like six times in elementary school. Oh, yeah. I remember this, but the front of the spine was almost completely deteriorated. And if you pulled too hard on it, the cover would probably have come off. Yeah. The I Spy books, too, were also fire. Uh, I... I know that you have a thing for I Spy like that, like a like a, like fond memories of it. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I I Spy is just not. I mean, like, I, we played through the Spooky Mansion on your Twitch, and I remember that. We and did that at was one point. It That's was lost it was media at this point. Is it? Oh yeah, you're so. right. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, that was that was a long time ago. But um, it's it's funny. I like I know that book. I know the I Spy Spooky Mansion book because a friend of mine had it. But they never had that in my school library, so I just. You know, I wasn't I wasn't in on the uh, the checking out I spy books from the library meta. Did you ever have a day at your school where like they had a, a gym, right? So did yeah. they ever have like a day where they brought in like jungle gym equipment? No, like, what? Very. OK, at my one of my school, right, they would have one day like a year. Like it was a really special thing. I, and it, I don't think it was for us. I think it was for like some after school program. But they would bring in like this indoor jungle gym equipment that you could like climb on and do all that stuff. It had like swings and it had all this like cool stuff, like in slides and stuff. That's that's so sick. I, I wish so that. So sick. I, yeah. But let me ruin it real quick because we weren't allowed to. So when we were in the gym class, we were allowed to use it kind of, but we were only allowed to use like one thing on it basically. Like you had to like sign up for like one of the things and you also like weren't, so you were only allowed to do the unfun things. So mm. if you imagine like a really fun jungle gym with swings and slides, you were only allowed to like do pull, like pull ups on a monkey bar or something like it was just <laughs> like made it boring and you just weren't allowed to use it. So it would just taunt you. It's like this really fun, awesome thing that you just couldn't use. You know what it probably like my cynical brain and the way the world works is analyzing uh -huh. this. And I'm just like, I wonder if that was like, a private like playground equipment company was just like we're we're, con we're conducting a focus group to see which uh playground equipment children would want to play and like a guy oh, with a clipboard comes been. in and like a child like brings in like a group of five children like what well, out of this what is uh, on a scale of one to ten what are your uh top five items that you would run towards and play on on this like like asking kids these like I statistical wonder. questions <laughs> I, I think it also was maybe a logistical thing, like a liability, because this was, I believe this was like really young, maybe like middle school, like not middle school, like first grade, second grade, whatever. Uh -huh. Is that middle school? I don't even remember anymore. Um, first grade? Is, is that first school? grade? Did you just ask me if first grade is middle school? I don't, oh, elementary school. I forgot elementary school existed as a concept. I was like middle school, high school. Okay. I don't know. I, I've been so far away from that <laughs> life. That I, I, I don't remember. Haven't had to think about getting on the bus in a long time. Yeah, I, I'm not thinking about my moving on ceremony into your, like your, your into fifth grade matriculation. School. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh my yeah, god. I, I haven't thought about. Yeah, I, I I actually never got to ride a bus as a kid because I lived too close to all the school systems. They wouldn't let me uh, onto the bus circuit or whatever. You you're oh my god. Yeah. So wait, you never rode the bus. I never rode the bus. I wanted to. Wow. Oh, my God. I, all right. I, all my schools were in walking distance, so they were like, you can just figure it out, Chief. That's actually kind of crazy because yep. the bus has some of the wildest stories of any school stories. I Like, oh, my God. I have bus stories for for hours. There See, was I I wanted to as a kid, and it was funny. Is like the bus I had the luxury of I know it's just it, it funny stories, but yeah, it did suck 
in terms of it's nicer to get dropped off or, or like walk there because you're close. But at the same time, the camaraderie and the funny stories of the bus, like I, I didn't have as close of a friendship with people as I yeah. could have if I took the bus. I get it. I get it. Uh, or, you know, the classic of, hey, can I get off at this kid's stop today and getting a note from your parents? Like, yeah. Um, see, my bus was uh, my bus was a, a not very fun. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, first of all, I had a mile walk from my house to the bus stop. So Both I, ways, I uphill. well, actually, yes, because it was like a big V. So of like course. you would, it, I lived at like the top of the one side of the hill. You would go down and the center point was at the bottom and you'd walk back up to the bus stop. It was quite, it was literally both uphill and downhill both ways. Uh, but I used to walk a mile every day uh, in the morning and then in the afternoon. And sometimes when I was really late, it would be like, oh God, like, you know, it's I'm in ninth grade and I'm like, you know, not waking up on time. And I now have to sprint a mile to the bus stop. I, the bus is coming in like, like 10 minutes. I got to go, you know, like kind of thing. Um, but my bus was, uh, my bus picked up a lot of the, like, see, like my bus system picked up a lot of dr long drive. I had like a 45 minute bus ride in the morning. Um, and, uh, there was like the kind of stuff that would happen. Like kids would like piss in bottles and like roll them under the seat and stuff. <laughs> Like, like, uh, when I was in high school on the, on the high school bus, the, uh, the bus driver, I swear to God, there was, a, there was a multiple times, a bottle of vodka, an oh empty bottle God. of vodka on the bus. And the bus driver did not care. Uh, they, the bus driver used to let the kids smoke weed on the back of the bus in the back, like okay. two seats. Yeah, it was, it, it for high school, it was pretty bad. See, the bus is stupid, right? But yeah. uh, that sounds like. I don't know. I feel like it gives you growth as a person and you have experiences. It gave that me that exact like mindset that you need when you're walking in a city to not look at anyone. Yeah. Or it like riding a bus in the city. Like Yes. Yep. It, it gave yeah. me that exactly. Put your headphones in, look forward, don't talk to anybody. Yep. Like yeah. on my bus, if you if you like made a scene or whatever, like kids would be like you know scene. like yeah like the if you were if you were weird or whatever people would like yell at you from the back of the bus and like 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 comedy jeer you just like like uh, yeah you just, know what i did get a taste of it every time we would go on like a school trip or something or like any kind of uh, event where we had to be driven somewhere i did get a little taste of that bus oh know? yeah and that, that was, was cool. different though that's it was different that's that that was a that was that was good because it was like, oh, my friends from all these different buses are on my bus now and we can all sit together and have like a big hangout session and like yeah. for the 45 minutes. Oh my God, that during one of those trips, I brought a Rubik's Cube with me in like second grade and I was trying to do it because I didn't know how to solve a Rubik's Cube, I was trying to figure it out. And kid two seats back who I like was acquaintances with was like, oh, dude, you have a Rubik's Cube? I love solving Rubik's Cubes. I'm like, okay, cool. And he's like, can I, can I like play with it for like the bus ride? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And I, I gave it to him. And I checked on him and like 20 minutes later, like how's a Rubik's cube coming and half, half the stickers were on his fingers and he was putting oh them back on. <laughs> he was taking the stickers off. Loser. Oh God. I, that Rubik's cube was ruined from then on. Oh yeah. You can ruin it too. Cause like if you put the stickers on in the, in a not good way, like yep. it won't be. Well, solvable. half of them, he messed them up. Like some of them were ripped and like some oh of them were God. like crinkled and like, like the corners were all jacked up. That's so stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I bus field trips 
hit so different and like i don't think there's anything in adult life that is like that now um but there when is. you got to go on a what is it it's uh when your when your work pays for you to go to like a different state or a country for a week or whatever okay yeah you're right that kind of hits too i haven't or done even, it yet but i might soon i might i might honestly, be going to sweden even on a small scale when your work's like hey can you go pick this up at the store like i love that yeah so like, oh i love that I'm like I'm not getting reimbursed for gas probably, which is not good. But, but I get like, to I get to drive around and like just drop some stuff off. Yeah. Or like when I like I, sometimes I have to go pick up supplies at like a like a craft store, so I go to like the mall basically, and I'm like, oh, I'm at work, but I'm like at the mall. Yeah. It feels yep. cool. I'm like, yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm out. I, I mean, I'm literally just buying one thing and leaving, but it feels cool to be. But you're like, like, I'm getting paid to walk around the mall right now. Yeah, oh my it's like, god. It's, so, it's it's cool. Yeah. I'm like on a mission. Yep, I love it. that. It's nice. For me, yeah. that's going to Home Depot sometimes. Oh yeah, but it's cool. I like. There's a vibe. It's it's like I'm. It makes the day go by faster too. It's just good. The thing I think I miss. The only real thing I miss about school, um, is just having people there that also felt the same way I did about it, and that we could talk to about it. And we shared these mutual experiences that we didn't care about or didn't like, and it would mm-hmm. be like. Hey, you know, this was terrible, right? And just having that little bit of camaraderie. Like at work, I only have two coworkers, and one of them's cool, but doesn't really care about work the way that I do. So I don't really, can't really like talk to him about it. And the other one is not really that cool. So it's like, I would love to talk about work with you, but like, I, because I, I enjoy what I do, but like, yeah, my, my problem is I'm like the youngest person too. So like, no one, I think there's like an same. age group thing too everyone's like talking about their kids and you know yeah i just can't relate to anything they're talking about one of my coworkers is like a landlord and has like three rental properties and i'm like you do not need to be working here you're like <laughs> in your 60s why are you still here people like to do stuff uh like people, keep people like money people like money to be too, greedy but... and take positions from people that would benefit from them more I know, but some people like to just hold on to things and like keep busy and doing whatever. It's the but, one place that life makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's enough for the pod today. We were at the time. We'll, we'll call it a day. This was a good impromptu pod. Yeah, uh, I'll probably upload it relatively soon. Uh, even though we already had a podcast this week, this will just be a bonus because I was late on the last couple pods. There's also about maybe a sixth of it is uh, like gaming in any capacity. It does, so. it does not matter. We don't be barely like this is a this is a podcast that is now mostly about regrouping and talking with people and not really. It, it's about gaming loosely, but it's just, you know, yeah, topics because I found out that making a podcast based on um a ton of research and uh playing a game and like completing things hey it's yeah, work no, it's uh not only is it work it's not sustainable for a weekly format it is a like that would be like a monthly or like bi-monthly podcast which is like what's the point of that you know yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe in the future but like it's way I, I think it's nicer to be able to record a lot more of these like more casual podcasts that are i'm actually want to do you know what i mean like i'll actually right. Like, like this is fun, just do. like hanging out and stuff. But yeah, but uh, I've been Matt, aka Matt Fun Dude. You can find me on Twitch and YouTube and Twitter for now. <laughs> um, I'm uh, Ryan. You want to plug anything? No, I have. I I actually I don't use Discord anymore. I don't use Twitter anymore. I'm here. Oh, find That's Ryan it. on the bus. 
Find me on the bus. Don't and don't talk. It just eyes forward. If you see eyes Ryan forward, on the bus, put don't your headphones talk, in. Eyes forward. All right, that's the podcast. Goodbye.